Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Craig Conover. I'm joined by Nick Norris and Austin Kroll, my besties, here to talk to all of our other besties around the country. And those of our international listeners, I am in New York City. Um, and the guys are in their normal spots. What's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, Craig? What's up, Nick? Um, How are we doing? I am. I am doing... I mean, we are taking the remote show to uh, to another level as as Craig is sitting. Are you in Paige's closet, Craig, or are you in our living room? No, I'm on the couch. You're on the couch. And uh, I'm sitting in the office, which is kind of becoming like a normalcy for uh, me now. <clears throat> but what's up, guys? What's up, Craig? Did you go to the gym today? Yeah, I'm just trying to fix all of my Apple devices because at this point, it's just getting very hard to deny that the software updates aren't aren't nefarious. Um, my phone like stopped working as the 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 soon as the software update happened, like the other night, um, and it's still barely working. And now my laptop just won't turn on. So. Um, you know, uh, so that's why I'm taking it from my phone. But I mean, every really? time I touch. Yeah, I mean, everyone says it. But on this one, like, I'm going to have to go get a new phone today, probably. And so they definitely got. And they got working sued too. a couple years ago over that. And they lost in court because yeah. it was like they proved that their batteries failed after, you know, two and a half years. Well, they admitted because of updates. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because so. of updates. You're saying that your phone is on the fritz. Yeah, they self-destruct it. Yeah, what? They, <laughs> absurd. Yeah, they send malware into your phone, and so then you're forced to like buy the new version. Okay, and what about laptops? Okay, because that's a bummer, dude. Laptops are expensive. I mean, so are phones. I don't know. My laptop's just not working. I mean, it's like five years old, but there's no reason for it to not be. So anyway, I'm going old school my phone it's actually nice up here today i'm gonna head to carriage house tonight for dinner which i'm excited about you know what i'm actually really excited for that too craig because i mean a i i just generally want to hear your feedback on you know just things that you notice that are different you know it's not it's not the like excitement of opening night of carriage house which which you and i had the best time because we had such an awesome crew and and the energy was through the roof, but I'm, uh, but I'm anxious to see what you, what you say and what your feedback is. Um, yeah, I'm also anxious. What? I'm also anxious to uh, to hear about this brunch menu that that we're uh, unveiling, and for you to get kind of the rundown on that and uh, report back to us. Yeah, no, brunch is always fun, and um, we're definitely we started doing brunch on Sundays from twelve to eight. Which is exciting. And, uh, and 12 to 8 is a long time, by the way. That's not like a short brunch. You know, normally it's like, you know, noon to 3 or like 11 to 3. 12 to 8. I mean, it's basically all day breakfast. Yeah, I like it because I'm usually a later person. So a lot of times I miss out on the brunch menus. But yeah. um, no, look, I'm I'm pumped. To, it'll only be my second night officially there. Um and I know you've been, so we love getting the messages about it. We love getting tagged in the post. Um, things, things are going well. So just got to keep, keep the momentum going. Yeah. I mean, it's super fun. It's super fun for me when, 
when I have friends and, and I'm sure it's fun for you too, Craig, but when I have friends that are like, Hey, I'm in the city and I'm eating at carriage house tonight. I'm pretty excited. It's fun for me to, you know, text ahead to uh, our GM and partners and let them know. And <clears throat> so it's really, really, really cool when people that we know and our besties go in and they DM or tell us how, how their dining experience was. I haven't, I haven't had a negative one yet. So um, who are you going with tonight, Greg? Is it just you and Paige or do you, you have a crew going? Yeah. No, I think it's just us. Um, obviously, that's a hard answer to get out of your girlfriend of being like, do you want me to invite like Kyle and Amanda? Or is this like a date night? Like, you know, we own the restaurant, so it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, I would like to give them a heads up. Right. Um, but I think she just wants it to be us. But Jordan's going to be there. And then, um, you know, we might go after I'm. I'm just such a, I'm just such a group person. Like I like group gatherings and stuff because we do get to spend a lot of time. Okay, you know, this with each a, other. But this is a good topic, Craig. I'm I'm glad that you just said that because <clears throat> one of the things, look, there are there there are many things that I could like improve on in a uh, relationship. But one of the things is uh, is the group you know, aspect, right? When your girlfriend wants you to, wants it to just be you guys as as opposed to like, right? So if I'm kind of like you're doing, you know, right now, Craig, you're like, hey, babe, let's, let's you know, go to Carriage House. Cool, great. And then you're like, um, all right, well, um, I invited, you know, Kyle and Amanda and, you know, Corey and blah, blah, blah. And like, would she be like, I thought that it was just us. And then you're like, oh, sorry. I, I just thought that it was like a more the merrier kind of situation. I didn't mean to like, to like infringe on like our date night and we could totally go back to it being just us. And then it's like, well, I shouldn't have to tell you that. But I mean, I've certainly dealt dealt with that where I try yeah. to like invite people. And then- I think that's kind of an absurd move, what you just described. <laughs> that's what crazy. Is, what? Whatever your method of going about it, of just assuming that it's more the merrier and just starting to invite people. You no, just I said like, that though. You literally just said I am a more the merrier, and I'm not yes, sure no. if I can like invite so no, and so we, and so it's and so. Something we talk about before I would invite anyone else. You can't then go back and like uninvite and like put it on the person. But yeah, no, very different. I'm saying like <laughs> okay. I'm trying to get the answer so that I know whether to invite or not. Um, but no, no one knows. But I. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Well, I I have certainly, uh, unfortunately, done the other thing. I'm like, hey, let's invite. And then it's like, but why no, would I you mean, do that? I'm like, I, I don't know, because we spend every day together. And I thought that it really wouldn't matter. But um, no, that's, I mean, hmm. for me, like, yeah, I mean, we had dinner last night together. And we spent the last 24 hours together. I think it's good to mix up. I don't know. I'm just a very social being. But um you know, most of the time when we do go out, it is with other people. So I get wanting to just be us too, but I don't know. I like adding, I like adding people to the mix, but it also isn't a huge deal to me. Cause, I get it. I get um, it. I mean, I literally did that to us like an Aspen. Right? Well, that's I why like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, Hey Craig, so I already did all of this. And I was like, Oh man. 
I was but like, it worked Greg, out. Uh, there's three of us, but now there's eight of us. Uh, are you cool with that? Greg was like, God damn it, Austin. And I was like, well, there are people that we're all going to like, and I hear what you're saying, but we're well, not. I think it's also like for people listening. Like for people listening out there, like I don't really have the going out, you know, part of my like social life anymore by choice. Like, you know, I cut out the like, you know, going out for, you know, random drinks or staying out late or something, which is when I would see a lot of my friends. So I think dinner is now my like core, you know, out of the house social like thing. So most of the I mean, time that for me, it's sense. like a big group. I mean, our lives have certainly changed, Craig, from, from, uh, I mean, you, you, me and Shet, man, you know, we used to run down King Street fucking terrorizing and, uh, you know, back, back, back three or four years ago. And now life has certainly changed. Um, like, I feel like, like my big thing too, is going out and getting like an extra, um, espresso martini, right. Rather than like, you know, going out from, you know, dinner and going here, 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 and then getting home at two o'clock, which sounds like my nightmare these days. Does that just mean that I'm getting older? Probably. not getting wiser? I'm maxed out at, at a six-person dinner, though. I don't like anything more than five other people with me. Then I actually multiple conversations you. are going, and, like, it's just not as intimate. But, like, you – what did you plan – the other day before the boxing match was it like a 12 person you got a reservation for like 12 at all so and i was like well, this is a little overwhelming it was for i initially had it for just like your you know table and then and then you know a friend of ours called and was like hey you know my girlfriend wants to bring like another girlfriend or two and then and then our buddy nick you know, jumped in. So, so all of a sudden it, it was like an eight person res that like jumped to 12 quick. And I was like, I sure I'll, I'll call up. But um, the other night uh, I went and saw guardians of the galaxy and initially it was me and Nikki. And then it turned into two more and then it turned into two more. And like, I remember saying to Nikki, I was like, if this turns into more, I am bailing. Um, bailing on this like i i don't need like a 15 person you know movie going going group i just like wanted like a few of us to go but it was great it was great but but i feel you on the on the like the six person train it just gets yeah. like how are you trying to fit all these people into the table and then there's yeah and then there's all these conversations going it's just a lot it's just a lot i think it's just in our nature to like bring people together but yeah i like to cap it now and it's something that i'm gonna have to figure out with the pool because like i really don't want like i built the pool to like see my friends but i don't want it to be a lot of people like the other bouncer perfect well i mean (laughs) yeah it's a bouncer for his pool (laughs) well i mean i have a friend that had to do that like he had to start hiring security anytime he had people at his parents pool because it was just really yeah, anytime there's Matt yeah. has people at his parents, yeah. there's security. See, I I mean, I I don't think that that's going to happen, you know, for you, Craig. But I mean, I can see it happening because because you're going to be like the more the merrier, the more the merrier. Until you don't, until no. that like, I'm and not then and that. then and then it's going to hit you, and you're going to be like, 
what the fuck? Everyone out. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I like it. I think 10 people is a, is a sweet spot for the pool. That is, uh, I mean, talking about your pool. I, uh, yesterday was my first day lounging there. And it was also your, your first day lounging. I mean, you've used it and like, you've had friends over, right. But like, you haven't just lounged in the, uh, sun deck area yet. And yesterday was, and I'm burnt today, Craig. Yeah. I've Love got it. a, I've got definitely got a tan line. Yeah. I have a hard tan line on my thighs and a hard tan line, you know, on, on, on my midsection. And I really wanted to go back today, but just a bunch of stuff going on. But uh, I plan to go tomorrow without you, Craig. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's cool. We've got these. We've got like an eight inch sun shelf with these like plastic chairs. Not plastic. They're like plastic loungers that go in the pool. Yeah, like a wavy, like a wavy so that your butt is in the water. Your feet are in the water. Your lower back's in the water. And I know that it's not like, you know, reinventing the wheel and that that's been around for ages, but I really don't like go to pools and sit, sit in those types of chairs, Craig and sitting there yesterday. I was like, I could do this every day because you don't overheat because your ass and lower back are in the water. It, it's just, it was very functional chef's kiss. Yeah. Very functional. So that was, um, that was fun. And then I hit up to New York, which dude. So when I was getting off the plane, to just give you some emphasis on it, this like 80 year old guy was like, I have 4 million miles on Delta. And it was really hard for me not to go up and punch that pilot in the head, like getting off the plane. So what happened? We like waited on the runway for like 30 minutes. And he, he told us twice that it was for like air traffic. Um, You know, like it was just, there's a lot of traffic around New York. And then, he kind of threw in, he was like, well, you know, the climb out is going to be a little bumpy. He's like, the weather on the ground here is great, but like the weather up there isn't, but like, we didn't think much of it. And so then we like take off after 30 minutes and we like, it feels like we run into like a wall, like trying to go up and like, instead of like our takeoff, we bounced off something and just dropped hard where like my feet came off the ground and like that hasn't happened to me in a long time and things got real serious. And then we tried to like break through a grin and we dropped again. And all of a sudden, like, you know, the flight attendant, like everyone's mood is very changed. Like even the veteran flyers. And I look out the window and there's just a black cloud that we're trying to like punch through. And you can see that every time we get close to it, the plane just gets pushed down. So all of a sudden he like banked hard right and like the whole plane like went right and we finally just decided to like go around this thing so i don't know if he thought he could punch through it or stay under it or what but it was by the time we got around it it looked like something out of a movie like i was i don't know it was it was actually really cool to look at the storm to the side of me but then all our friends started to text pictures of the group chat. I guess it was a massive, like, like there was massive hail falling in Charleston, right. lightning. Right. Like, I was right. just like, wow, the storm we tried to fly through was a lot bigger than anyone let on. I was just about to give some background kind of information here to people listening. Is that yesterday at like, at like you know, seven thirty? It was like, oh, there's like severe weather. Uh, um, 
advisory, I suppose, until about about 8.45. And like, I looked outside and I was like, huh? And then five minutes later, I looked back out. The sky was black. And I was like, oh shit. And then I opened up, you know, my door and trees are like bending over fucking sideways. And then all of a sudden my window started getting pelted. And I was like, oh man, that's some hard ass rain. And then I opened up my thing. Freaking hail was on the ground. And that's then crazy. texted the group chat and Craig was like, yeah, we just tried to punch through that. And I was like, oh man, I thought that you had left kind of prior to that happening. But I guess you left just like right as all that was going down. It was like an hour of like pretty severe weather. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's definitely the, it's not the most intense, you know, flight or storm that I've been through, but it was the most intense for like the last, two or three years and like it was uh kind of a kind of sad i mean the old man got kind of pissed but i was you know just happy that we made it through were you, it. were you like terrified for your life at all were you like oh my god this could be it well it was more or less like all right man like get us out of this like i knew like the plane could handle it but i was just like whatever decision like i hope you make the right decision like when i saw the cloud and we couldn't get through it i was like yeah, hopefully you you make the right call and kind of bail. Um, but it worked out. But it was every uh, time that there's just like a little bit of turbulence on my flight, right? Just like a little more than normal, right? Because you know turbulence, fine, whatever. But if there's like a little more than normal and people start to gasp, huh? Then I'm like, all right, man, this is it. This <laughs> no, is I it. Try and make peace, because. Because you can't do shit about this bird going down if it does. Right. No, for me, it's more like, like there's no, like the pilot just has to make a good decision. So you're like, all right, man, like get us out of this. And, um, and fortunately like he did, but I'm a little confused with what calls were being made on the ground. Um, I think he just got a little ambitious, but we survived it. And I mean, maybe break, maybe breaking hard right was the right call. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, even it probably though that just bothered you more, guys. It's no, no, like no. I was happy when we did that. I was, I didn't like trying to punch through the fucking cloud. But then I saw like all the hail, and the flight attendant finally got up because then it was rough. It was up. It was rough up. Like, but pretty much the first half of the Eastern seaboard. Then I showed the people around me the pictures, but it's funny because there's nothing that'll bring a plane closer together than extreme turbulence, like minor turbulence. Like, you know, some people will be like, Whoa, that was crazy. But when it's like real rough, everyone's friends. Like it doesn't matter if you're not the type to talk to people or, you know, whatever, but everyone was like, everyone yeah, was no, friends no, after true. that. True. And getting off the plane, like, I went in the bathroom and I was kind of tired, but everyone came in the bathroom and we're like, you know, recapping what had happened. And it was just funny. Nothing like a near death experience to bring everyone closer together. How about with that? We uh, take a quick commercial break and then uh, come back with some more of this week's pillows and beer. Do you love hearing stories about your friend's dating life? Or maybe you're the one sharing ridiculous dating encounters. If you fit either of these scenarios, then you need to check out You Up Podcast from Betches Media. Hey, I'm Jared Free. And I'm Jordana Abraham, and we're the hosts of You Up Podcast. We're here to share the funniest dating stories from listeners just like you. 
From awkward first dates to awkward sexual encounters, we're here to guide you through it all. You can listen to You Up podcast from Betches Media on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our next partner is Rebel Rabbit, a cannabis-infused high seltzer. We're excited about Rebel Rabbit because we've been talking a lot about independent thinking and individuality on the podcast. And those values are what motivated Rebel Rabbit's founders to make their high seltzer a reality. Rebel Rabbit wanted to create an option for people who want to have fun and relax, but who may be cutting back or avoiding booze. The all-natural, low-calorie seltzer is fully federally legal and infused with hemp-derived Delta 9 THC. Rebel Rabbit takes the edge off with no morning hangover. So whether you're on the boat, decompressing from work, or out with friends, Rebel Rabbit offers a better way to booze. Rebel Rabbit has two dosing options to fit your lifestyle. There's the mild hair, which features 5 milligrams Delta 9 THC, and the wild hair, which has 10 milligrams Delta 9 THC. Customers can choose from three flavors, grapefruit, mandarin orange, and lemon lime. I might have to add uh, grilling in the backyard or on the back porch or chilling by the pool to that also, Austin, because I think that's going to apply here soon uh, with you and me. But Rebel Rabbit is offering 20% off your next purchase when you apply our discount code pillows and beer at checkout. That's pillows and beer. Visit their website at Drink Rebel Rabbit. Order a variety pack and experience a new way to chill. You can also use the store locator tool to find a retail spot near you. Welcome back, all of our besties, to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm doing it remotely from New York City. Austin is in Charleston. Nick is in West Virginia, we believe. We never really know. Um, but hey, I wanted to do a little bit of Charleston events. Um, come see uh, Stassi and Bo are performing in Charleston on Wednesday the 17th. And I'm actually going to be there. I believe Austin's going to be there. Um, yep. it should be a fun time, but we support our good hello live live shows out there. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was actually texting Bo yesterday. Um, and yeah, he mentioned, you know, obviously you and I think that Foy and someone else, was there. but yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Um, I kind of completely forgot about it, but next Wednesday night, what is it, Charleston Music Hall? Yeah, I'm not sure, but somewhere in Charleston. Charleston's not that big, so um, it is Charleston Music Hall, and it. Uh, I'm gonna be taking notes, Craig. I'm gonna take some notes to see what about their show that I like and what what we could maybe like incorporate. I know that they're both funny as fuck, so um, it should be a lot of laughs and 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 some good fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. But uh, I want to talk about something that is a big topic in the world right now, and. We've talked about it on the show, but it's kind of an AI topic. But I started to laugh because um, they have these. Someone just uh, released these earbuds that um, translate in real time um, over fifty different languages. Uh, have you seen that? No, but that seems super helpful. Yeah, so it's it's an incredible. But the the joke was. Uh, nail salons are about to be lit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I could just imagine like if all these fights start breaking out in nail salons because everyone can finally like, you know. It's like if, that Seinfeld episode. What is it? Yeah. Um, she's good. She's, she's uh, at a, a nail. 
male salon, they keep laughing at her, but obviously they doesn't know. So she brings in George's father, who was in the fought in the Korean War, so he can understand what they're saying. And so he's listening and then starts screaming back at him. It's like a whole thing. Like he brings in his own spy. It's such oh, it's so great. Uh, that's yes, funny. Amazing. That's awesome. But and, I mean, look, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I I was just gonna say I I like totally want to do that. And I totally want to be like, oh yeah, you think that I'm like a work call motherfucker, but I'm listening to everything you're saying. I, I yeah. fucking hear you. I don't know if I'd wanna that's I, yeah, at the I'd be like, talk about me all you want. This is my peaceful place. But the the technology part is something that I've looked forward to, you know, since we were little. And just, you know, I feel like these are one of those, we're entering one of those phases with technology, which was like, what are we going to see in our lifetimes? You know, it was either, you know, whether it was flying cars or robots or this, like this is one of those big steps where you can have a real dialogue with someone speaking another language and, and not even notice. I mean, see, as someone who's going, hold on, there, there are two things that I want to say. So a, as someone who's going traveling solo to Africa at, at the end of the month, it, it would be super helpful to potentially have these. Uh, I, I just didn't feel so lost and like such an American, right? Cause Americans stick out like sore thumbs. And um, I mean, that'd be super, super helpful to have in Morocco. And then B, it just makes me think, I can't help but think of the Mel Gibson movie, What Women Want, where he gets like struck by lightning or something or something happens like that. And all of a sudden he can hear women's thoughts. Would (laughs) either of you want to actually hear women's thoughts or... Is your ego too fragile to actually hear what women think about you? Because I think that my ego is too fragile and that that power is too great for one man to, you know, wield. But what, what are your thoughts? I just think it's funny that I, 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 uh, we just always have different reasons or not if you could turn it on and turn it off yeah i think it would be okay. absolutely well, that'd awesome. be great but, but no can't no, mine is well you would never find peace again it, it my, for me it, i don't think it would be more of like uh, my concern would just not being able to find like peace because i have enough trouble with my own thoughts that if i was trying to juggle someone else's like i would i, I would go insane um but I think it I would know, be pretty fun. But like the premises, or or like the first day, you know, he walks in into the office, and you know, he thinks that he's like a charmer, and he's like, "Denise, how you doing?" And she's like, "Fucking pig!" And he's like, "What?" Oh, and really? Like he's, yeah, he's like, you know, walking through, and and thinks he's like Mister Suave and Mister Cool, and he like, you know, quickly finds out that every woman in the office is like, "You are a douchebag." That's and then he's funny. like, what, what the hell? And clearly he uses it in the bedroom to sleep with the girl that he's, he's been trying to for ages. And she's like, it's like, you're inside my head. And like, <laughs> for that, that would be awesome. And just like you said, if you could turn it on. What's it off, called? What women want. Oh yeah. Classic that I probably Classic. should have, um, should have Classic. seen. Yeah. You should have seen. It's the total classic. And fucking um, AI gets there. 
now 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 we're talking i mean they're doing like computer chips in people's brains and it's just a matter of time before they can you know hack them and receive the information that the computer chips are receiving and translate it from code to to information i mean the fact that that you know the guy what was it the guy at google nick you probably saw it who created ai just retired and said he regrets everything he's ever done in his life because he basically I saw that he was like the Oppenheimer of our era. Yeah. He was, he was like, I went Oof. too far and like, this will be the destruction of, of you know, humanity as we know yeah. it. Yeah. That was Oppenheimer back Which, in the day. What's that mean? Oppenheimer dude is going to be awesome. Oh, they're making a movie about it, but it's the guy who basically ma- made the, the atomic bomb. Oh, uh, so and well, that was his thing was he got super impressed because it was gonna, that's what he thought would kill us all. I mean, well, that paired with AI, but I mean, everyone thinks it's a joke because they're like, yeah, 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 all the conspiracy guys for years have been saying that, like, you know, the Terminator was is going to happen or like iRobot, but like it never. iRobot will. is like is like going to be here quicker than you think. That, that's I- the scary one, yeah. I no, just I saw mean, something you... pop up on Instagram where it was like a a, a completely uh, robot run uh, coffee shop is opening up in New York City, and and their tagline is something ridiculous where it's like, you know, humans can be fucking unreliable, but but robots, you know what? And it's like, oh my god, that's no. the tagline. That's you gotta ridiculous. watch this uh, YouTube uh, thing this guy did. They brought in like the most like highly advanced AI robot, and they did it like a dating show with it. It's f- wild. Like, Wait, what do you mean? Like they literally do. Like he brings in like ten or twelve of his guys friends. They're also like concrete uh, creators or they're musicians, like things like that. But it's. A AI looking woman thing. I'll send you guys a link to it after we're done. And she pretty much analyzed them, asked them a bunch of questions, flirts with them, makes jokes about them when like when they get kicked off. There's like one where he like fakes a phone call and he's walking out and she goes, or it goes, excuse me, not she goes. It clearly there's no one on the phone there. Like it's weird, like how smart this thing is and how smart they're gonna get. It's a, I'll shoot you. I'll text you guys a link. It's a YouTube creator made it. I thought it was fake, but then you look up the robot. It's a real robot. And it's creepy. It's where we're going. That's the iRobot. We're fucked, man. Well, well the AI is going to take all of the jobs. It, it, it's, uh, you know, well, I mean, it's, you know, everyone gets, everything gets replaced and people will need to know how to like execute the stuff. But I've been trying to use it as much as I can. And like the other day I had to ask it, like, please give me a logical reason not to respond to like a hateful piece of shit on the internet or something. Really? Um, you asked yeah. that? And what it gave it just a really logical said, um, you have a written down to oh, I screenshotted it. And then I asked it to give me the best stock picks the best return in the next four months um yeah i said what is the region what is the logical reason not to respond to a hateful person attacking you on the internet and it said 
Responding to them may only fuel their negative behavior and potentially escalate the situation. It is also unlikely that you will change their mindset or behavior through arguing or engaging with them. Instead, it may be more productive to focus on positive interactions and surround yourself with supportive individuals. And I was like, yes, that's what I thought. I just needed confirmation. <laughs> I mean, I, I use chat GBT to like help me edit some of the things I write. I mean, the scary thing is, is that you can use this chat. Is it, is it, is it G, GBT or GPT? Chat here. GPT. GPT. And I mean, you like can write this stuff, right? So it's like, you know, <laughs> Not that I want you to stop writing in your listener questions, but you literally can ask these things that like you ask us like, hey, what do I do about the fact that my boyfriend's parents don't like me very much, but, you know, the mom does the debt, like the things that it gives back are so crazy. So rather than asking like advice to, to like a girlfriend, like, oh my God, you know, this guy hasn't responded to me in two days. What do I say back to him? Chat GBT will tell you what to say, and it's actually pretty good advice. Because yeah, that, was, but just, that was pretty good damn advice right there, Craig. Yeah, it was. But like in just just like in any of the movies, though, at the end of the day, it will always lack the human element. And it's just something that you'll never be able to replace. And like I think things are gonna play out exactly like the movies, but you know, people just can't. Like they just, you know, hopefully most people use it for good and we stop the bad guys in time. But the, the language one is pretty. Who are the bad guys? Pretty neat. Well, there's always are, bad guys. Who, yeah, really, who are the bad guys? The usual bad used, guys. Yeah, the who usual. Are, the, it's not going to be any new bad guys. It's the people that are already bad guys. Fucking iRobot, man. Just it watch really Trafficked. Is. Yeah, like the TV show Trafficked. It's great. Um, but I mean, the now you can now they have the one the guy just did a talk where you can speak in your native tongue and it will actually in real time speak in the foreign tongue. In yeah, the your humane voice. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's just with AI too. There was that German artist that won that art competition, and it was just an AI generated photo, and he edit and he entered it himself and won, and then he came he denied it afterwards but he's like yeah this is all computer the computer did this whole thing yeah that one was crazy so it's we're headed to a very interesting time to say the least. and they just made those movies a couple years ago about the people falling in love with ai it's really weird oh like her with uh joaquin yeah her is but great. i mean her i like her was a great movie I, I told you to watch it. that one craig i i know we were actually talking about it the other day in new york or something like that I don't remember where I was telling you, but I know that we were getting in into like a cab. I don't know why I remember that. And I told you, and you're like, oh, really? That's nuts. I feel like you should watch her, especially with what's going on now. Yeah, maybe I'll just have to suck it up and do it. Why suck it up? It's a good movie. Because <laughs> it's about a guy dating a computer. It's weird. Well, not like, okay, yeah, that's exactly what it's about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but like, yeah. It's a good movie. Ugh, Nick, are the are the the things that are out there about AIs like chatting inappropriate to kids? Are they real or they're just made up? Like the they're, Snapchat, they're, they're, they're pretty made up. Okay, it's pretty That's... made up. It's bull. It's it's not telling them all these things. It's it's pretty much it's 
it's like they haven't heard of Google before. I mean, it's not like telling them what to do. It's you enter it like 10 times and finally just gives you like a Google search thing. And that's it. It's not telling them how to live their lives. Yeah, I just I saw one that Snapchat bot was like acting paranoid that someone was like reading their combo. And I was like, I don't yeah. know if this is written no, made up or it's made up and then or like, you know, edited to where it looks like it's chatting like that. When reality, there's like that much writing and it comes down to this much writing. So yeah, you can edit sense. your you can trick it into thinking. And that's the thing. We're still not at the point where it's smart enough to really know. It's once it gets access to the internet, that's when we're in trouble. Kids are so impressionable. So I can only imagine what chat GBT, G- GPT is telling well, It's you. also, it's the Snapchat one too. And then, I don't know. We're not there yet, but it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because the issue with it is not that it like becomes sentient, like that one whack job from Google is saying, not the one that just retired. But that it. Oh, thinks, I was about to say, like he I was is about to say, engineer. Craig was really in on that one. We actually I know, talked about that. The on, issue on this is podcast. it's going to be that it will just think so binary. So it's yes or no. It's we have we are under attack by X country. Fire all missiles. That kind of way, instead of any type of diplomatic, it'll just go from one position to two position. It won't do it on its own, but that's how it'll think. And therein lies the robot. issue. It's not what iRobot says. <laughs> yeah, well, iRobot becomes sentient. <laughs> Most well, movies just basically iRobot as our rubric. They basically just say that humans will destroy each other anyway. So it's the most logical thing is to eradicate the Earth of humans because they'll kill the you know everything. Yeah, which is also fair. And then you get, I think it'll end up being more in like the uh, Futurama type stuff, where I know it's a dumb TV show, but where it's just we're what? living side by side robots and stuff. Podcasting. Well, you're going to be fine, Nick, because, because you know, based on this podcast, the robot that got the information of your location, based on what Craig says, <laughs> they are going to bomb West Virginia, not where I'm you right. actually live. So you're safe at the moment, right? If they're like, we must take out the creators of pillows and beer. Charleston's gone, New York's gone, and West Virginia's gone, and Nick is somehow safe. Because Chris yeah, right. doesn't know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, AI! You guys are freaking me out, but I kind of love it. I'm just trying to figure out how to use it to make money. Well, that's I think what everyone wants to figure out. And yeah, that's true. I, the problem is I don't think we're smart enough to do that just yet. Well, there's people no, way no, smarter. Yeah, they can. They're not sure. They're though. literally outperforming. Um, they're like the, writing business plans and shit and like well, yeah. so like no no, no. i mean like the people making it are well they're outperforming the stock market i think by like 30 percent right now yeah oh. well because they don't take risk they literally just it's just like i said it's just it sees everything and it goes it's so freaking bizarre so then like we should be asking it like hey that's what Craig yeah, said he was doing yeah i'm trying to but they're only like privately developed ai yeah no yeah it's like the big right companies like, are doing it yeah yes because you, you can't be liable to, but i but i've lost like a hundred thousand dollars in three <laughs> days but i still think that i can make it back if i ask it the right question All right, pretty much, 
What else do you have for us this week? Well, I mean, if you want to go off technology, I mean, there's the whole social media thing going on right now. We Which talked about what? it a few months ago that Mo- Montana just banned TikTok outright. And now there's like a bipartisan bill on the floor to pretty much make it so thir- anybody under 13 cannot set up a social media account. And I'm kind of torn on that because I agree that probably 13, anyone under 13 shouldn't be exposed to what's on like Twitter and things of that nature. But at the same time, I feel like it should be up to the parents and the yeah. private companies, not the government to tell that's us a, what we can and can't do. That's a parenting move. I mean, unfortunately most people are just shitty parents these days, yeah. but yeah, look, the government, here's the problem. It, what they're trying to do, because if you ban downloading TikTok or anything like that, VPNs are just going to skyrocket. And so the government wants to ban VPNs. And that's the first move that you do to actually control um, to control the country. That's what China did. That's what Russia did. Um, banning VPNs, which are virtual private networks, uh, is is the most dangerous thing that's in those bills. Um, then they can ban porn, which no one wants to happen. Um, What's your Utah? They did ban porn. It's very alarming. Wait, who did? Utah. Utah banned, banned Pornhub. Yeah, which Pornhub's like, why are you just attacking us? <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, and if I'm living like in Utah, I'm like, idiots. But then if you have a VPN, you can use it. It's just like in high school, you know, when you weren't allowed on Facebook or whatever it was, MySpace, and you can use one, but... Okay, um, what's a VPN exactly? It pretty much, it's it makes you think, it makes your computer think you're in a different country or a different location. Uh, right, it's the, it's right. like the simplest way to explain it. It, it pings your signal yeah. around... To different places so like if you wanted to watch you know southern charm and you were in europe like if we were in italy and it wasn't out in the year in europe yet you'd have to use a vpn to watch Yeah, a lot of shows. people do that with like netflix because their catalogs right. are different in each country so if you want to watch something but it's not available in the u.s you can put your location set to britain and so if you, yeah and if you how do i sign up people, for 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 a vpn google vpn there's, there's eight million of them yeah, I mean, I have one on pretty much all my devices. Really? Yeah, it's kind of standard. The only thing you can't really do is uh, gambling because a lot of those sites don't allow you to use a VPN. They'll read it. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. really tough to. I yeah. still haven't figured out how to use it for gambling. Well, it's like. For, well, like, what they they they've been using the actual location of your phone, so you yeah. actually have to turn on like geo. It's like tracking. yeah, exactly. It's a geo thing. It's not necessarily an IP thing. Which um, is so yeah. That, I mean, the government accurate. trying to control anything is fucking stupid and doesn't <laughs> doesn't prevent anything from happening. No, and we've talked about this before. Kids are smarter than half these lawmakers, and they'll all have fate be yeah. on Instagram and Facebook anyways. The I guy hope that all of our listeners are wearing their tinfoil helmets. Yeah. Dude, the guy. I'm curious, from... what do your parents think? That we have a lot of moms listening to this. They think it should be up to them or the government to uh it tell their kids. Tell your kid to... dude, when that guy from ByteDance or the TikTok guy testified in front of Congress, he was smarter than every single person in the room. I mean, he destroyed them. He was one of the most well prepared private. The guy that the CEO of TikTok basically works for ByteDance too was the most prepared person that I've ever seen testify in front of Congress before. 
Well, do you remember Zuckerberg when they're that what's it was one of the older congressmen were asking about how he makes money off of it with advertising? And he Zuckerberg just didn't know how to answer the question because it was just so basic. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys were asking, you could tell that their staffers wrote them questions and like some of them would get up there and think that they were going to like school this guy. And he just, yeah, they didn't know how to follow up with the questions. It was pretty embarrassing, honestly. Yeah. Well, it usually is when it's technology guys, because they just don't know how they don't know. And they get in over their heads. And these guys are just, as you said, a million times smarter. And yeah. Basically, also, they try to say TikTok's a private company, but it's run by ByteDance, which is a Chinese right. company uh, that has basically people on the board or from the government. So it, it's all kind of. It is kind of screwy, and I get why there's concerns over it. But at the same time, there's other ways that they can get all your. They probably have all your information. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, they own, I think they own like 100,000 apps. In well, yeah, the, it was uh, like the. Um, the whole big, the first scandal was the uh, Pokemon Go thing. Was, well, was that was a, the, the dumbest that thing was a that scandal? people have ever done. What, what sort of fucking scandal? Because it was tracking scandal? where you, you are. Just, you just it was tracking your, your camera. Yeah, you. they literally got every household in America, the kids, <laughs> to turn their cameras on <laughs> okay, true. and show us what their parents yeah. were doing. It was designed by the old head of the CIA. Yeah, yeah. you idiots who played Pokemon Go. Dude, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I did for like I mean, two seconds. I was like, wait a second. I actually dumb. didn't. I well, did it see, for two seconds. I and I was like, wait a minute. I just opened up my camera and showed these people my entire house looking for these stupid things. Well, but Alexa time, listens to you. And people were like wandering around like, oh, yeah, they're getting hit by cars. Dude. Yeah. 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 Just one time I was still taking Adderall back then. And I remember getting on my bike at like 2 a.m. because I saw there was like a trainer bite down the street and like right road Shut and i was up. like this is stupid <laughs> when was this i mean like when it first came out on the street to see a trainer battle yeah like it hurt you know it was virtual like no one was down there in real life but <laughs> no one was there but greg holds up his phone he's like this is awesome well that's what's gonna be with the metaverse oh my god the, the top oh we're in such a weird time. I don't think the to. metaverse is gonna is going to take off as quick as people think. AI is here. AI is gonna take over very quick. But I don't know about the metaverse. I think well, it's, it's gonna be a little more of a slow burn. All right. Well, let's take a, another quick commercial break. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Who doesn't want better sex? And who doesn't want to start having better sex immediately? The best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. That's almost any item. I mean, yeah, <laughs> logging on immediately. More than that, Adam and Eve wants to make your life easy. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a number one concern. Plus free shipping and rush processing on your entire order. And I will tell you that I've used this before and the shipping comes just in a regular package. So it's not like, oh, Craig bought this and this off the internet or bought from Adam and Eve. It doesn't say any of that. So it's pretty, pretty safe and embarrassment free. Not that you should be embarrassed. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly for free and fast. Thing that you've heard us talk about on our podcast you can actually find uh on adam and eve so just go to adamandeve.com and select any 
one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code PILLOWS at checkout. That's PILLOWS, P-I-L-L-O-W-S, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use this code PILLOWS to get your discount, 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Code PILLOWS. All right, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host and bestie, Craig Ponover, and of course, Nick Norris, who is in Virginia. For those who are curious, and uh, we are chatting about AI and different things like that. Obviously, AI is a huge topic of conversation recently with just like the the, the seemingly limitless uh, capabilities that there are to it. I feel like we could talk about it for days and days, but we're not going to. We are going to move on because um, not that AI is a conspiracy theory because it very much is not, and it's very much here and it's very real. Um, there are a couple of conspiracy theories that uh, I just kind of, I like, you know, write down some random things, Craig, as I know that you do too, because I see it in uh, our shared note. But let's just jump into a conspiracy theory that is just because it, it's not off the wall. Like we landed on the fucking moon, but I'm curious to hear if you think that we did or not. I just kind of know. If I think we landed on the moon, do you think that we landed on the moon and you like, you don't think that, you know, the earth is flat or anything like that. Do you? Those are two questions, two different questions. Um, I think that we went to the moon and someone there told us to never come back. (laughs) Okay. That's why we never went back. Because why has no one been back? Yeah. I think some real sketchy or shady shit went down there. There's probably some sort of battle. Someone told us to never come back, which is why nobody's ever landed on the moon again. Yeah. How do we land on the moon in 69? Yeah. And now like 50 years have passed and we we haven't been back. Yeah. I mean, make that make sense. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Craig. Who do you think um, told us told us to not come back? Uh, I mean, clearly you're like, I don't know. And that's the mystery. But like, just 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 like, you know, Transformers or like fucking I mean, aliens. Like actually, I was I was inspired by the movie Transformers. And I was like, oh, that actually made sense. But yeah, I mean, well, al- Transformers are technically aliens. Right. <clears throat> um, I mean, everything is an alien some- that's not from Earth. Like, if you think about it, our technology is 20 to 25 years ahead of what we'll ever find out. So, like, there could seriously be some space shit going on, some space battles. We actually could be working together. You know, who knows what's happening? But I did. Oh, okay. Two things. One is there's a chance that we weren't able to film the moon landing live and we didn't know if it would work. So maybe we filmed it you know, to show people so that like our moon landing that we saw wasn't what really happened. I think our moon landing, what happened was, you know, someone telling us to get the fuck out of there. Um, But we were obviously prepared to show the video to like, you know, jump ahead of the space war and cold war. But the, I just saw a recent theory and it was like, Nick, help me out if you saw this. It was basically like, in a situation where you're protecting like say you have an ant farm inside your house 
and there's like people trying to kill the ants from outside your apartment and you never let them in, but the ants are completely unaware of like any other beings. All they know is themselves, but in actuality, there's a whole bunch of people out there and one of the, you know, foreign people is protecting them. They say that that might be the case with us with aliens. Like there we're is being protected. Yeah. And it's like, like the reverse just, men in black. Yeah. Like we're and see, I, I, I like think, <clears throat> I think that if you're going off of the moon landing theory and someone told us to never come back, then that is the only logical thing is that we are working together and they are like, you know, protecting our asses. So we're an alien. Not, not the other way around. They're like, we'll let, you know, your feeble species, you know, fucking continue if you do. And, you know, this, that, and the other, and like, you just leave us in fucking peace. And like, we'll let you and your feeble race kind of continue to live on. Yeah. Because essentially they would have to be so advanced that we can't even really process it. Um, so that's one, one theory, but no, I don't think the world is flat. I still don't understand why people think that. Cause every time I read it to try to like understand where people are coming from, cause obviously like, um, I don't think conspiracy should be the word anymore since most everything that I've talked about has come true and everything that people call a conspiracy has come true. Just like JFK actually, they just admitted it was the CIA. Um, no, it's so the mob. Yeah, the mob working with the CIA. Um, but no, I just you don't. Idiot. I don't get like the. I think the flat Earth thing was started as a joke, and people just like jumped on it. I don't get it. It doesn't. Make I mean, any dude, sense. people like legitimately like. I'm pretty sure that Kyrie Irving like actually thinks that the Earth is flat. Um. All right. Well, do you want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's answer a couple questions um i think that this is pretty cool i mean dude did i did i ask this nick right because i said that um i think that i brought it up to craig where i was a tourist in new york recently and and it was so much fun and yeah yeah no people have been writing in like right in for it yeah okay so a couple of these things are pretty cool uh so one says bronx there's a bronx zoo event called brew at the zoo and you pay a fixed amount and it's all you can drink beers ciders wines all from different vendors and it's a great time. It does sound like a great time. Someone just asked me if I've been to the Bronx and I was like, I don't think I've ever been to the Bronx, which is just what it's like the Northern part of Manhattan. Correct. I think so. I would love to all the way North and it sounds fun as hell. So thank you for that recommendation. Whoever uh, wrote, wrote that in someone said something about Brooklyn and Coney Island, either the boardwalk or the brewery always wanted to go to Brooklyn brewery. The Um, Bronx zoo is on my, like that show I watch about like zoos. It's called um Okay. Secret Life of a Zoo, I think. Okay. The Bronx Zoo is on that show I watch about. Yeah, zoos. but it tells you the names of all the animals and stuff. Like when I went to the San Diego Zoo, I knew the names of a lot of the animals because I had watched them before. What's Hold a on, cyclones me... game? Catch a cyclones game on the Coney Island boardwalk. And grab a hot dog at Nathan's. Of course, of course, Craig. Cyclones. Craig, yeah, I don't know what the Cyclones are. Got to be minor league team. Yeah, but catch a Hockey. Cyclones game on the Coney. Okay, on the Coney Island Nathan. Boardwalk. That's fucking rad. They'd play their games on the Coney Island Boardwalk. Okay, and there grab a hot sweet. dog at Nathan's. Craig is uh, familiar with Nathan's. I I grew up on Nathan's. 
Um, <clears throat> listening to the last week's episode where you guys say you need to explore the five boroughs more, I just wanted to recommend coming to visit Rockaway Beach in Queens. Beautiful, fun town. And there's a ferry from the uh, financial district that's about 50 minutes, 5-0. They recently opened up a hotel here as well. There's so many great restaurants. It's the perfect escape from the city, especially in the summer. Instead of driving out to the Hamptons, it's great and better option. Mm-hmm. If you need recommendations, let me know. Love the podcast. Look forward to it every week. Okay. We should do this. That'd be fun. Little tour of the five boroughs. Like totally, man. Suggestions. Rockaway Beach. We 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 can go to Brew at the Zoo, Craig. Go to go to Coney Brew. Island. I think that we should when, do that. They're like our roller coasters and shit out there. When is Brew at the Zoo? It just says there is a Bronx event called. I mean, look it up because um, and I like that. Nick, keep on uh, keep on showing us these recommendations of five boroughs because yeah, we're up there so so often, and I find myself going to the same places. So so this is uh, that was in March, amazing. but the Coney Island thing is in that Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, Coney Island Cyclones game. No, just, like just going to Coney Island. Yeah. Just the boardwalk. It's in Free Guy. It's where his favorite ice cream stand is in Free Guy. Okay. Um, grab a hot dog at Nathan's. Yeah, definitely will. June 16th okay. is Brew at the Zoo, according to the Bronx. <clears throat> that's, oh, really? my, that's my birthday. Damn I'll it. I shouldn't it. have even said that. I, I'll I be in like, Italy. I will too. I should have been like, Craig. What 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 does that date mean to you? And just see if 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 he knew it was my birthday. Oh yeah, that was a miss. Well, Jan- June fifteenth means more to me. But Craig Craig knows that my birthday is the day after June June fifteenth, so he always just says that. Um. All right. <clears throat> That's okay, funny. Guys. I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, no. Well, it's not just that, Nick. He always goes. Well, I either know that it's the day before that or or the day after that. Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, I have an uncomfortable question. I recently started seeing a girl and we just slept together for the first time. She is cool and we share some interest and she's attractive, but here's the problem. I don't know if I would call it an ick necessarily. I can already tell you that it's an ick, but as I have thought about it and now I cannot stop thinking about it, she reminds me of my sister. How do I tell her I cannot sleep with her anymore because she reminds me of my sister? I feel like she'll think it is an excuse or something when it's the honest truth. What would you do? What should I do? I would call that an ick, Craig. And there is a Seinfeld episode about this where George is dating a girl that resembles Jerry and he can't stop thinking about it. He's like, ah, I, this is too weird. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's dating this girl. And I always thought that it was kind of mean because the girl does kind of look like Jerry. And I'm like, now she's just forever going to be the girl and, you know, who's trying to get a job who looks like Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, there's no way she's ever going to believe him, but if she does, then it would save her feelings. But she reminds him of her sister. That's so bizarre. I can't get past that and i don't know if i would tell her that i would not be like hey listen uh we can't have sex anymore because you remind me of my sister sorry like i just wouldn't say that because that would just be so so bizarre i think that you have to uh i think that you have to either either try to get past it and if you can't i mean get is past that it, possible for that to happen yeah no i mean if you're writing it out then that means that you've already 
manifested this and you won't get past it. And if this is like a non-negotiable, which it really seems like it is, because you don't want to feel like you're sleeping with your sister, um, you have to tell her that it's just not working or something, or that you like y'all being friends better. Because if that's a thought that's going to go through your head, then um, you are certainly going to have performance issues and <laughs> psychological issues. I think moving forward. Ay, ay, ay. Run, dude. You like, you've got to figure out a way to get out of that because it's. Yeah, I just feel bad for the girl if she didn't do anything. But I agree. I mean, yeah, but that's just, it's just the way it is. Damn. Hold on, Nick, man. What is this thing that you. Craig, what's your favorite law movie? That's a good question. I saw that question and I told myself I was going to make a good list for people because they make you watch a couple in law school. Um, I'll get back to you. They wrote The Judge and Michael. Oh, I wrote Vinny. those ones. I wrote those oh. two. I asked the oh. question. I didn't ask the question. I just answered it. Uh, I mean, I want to say the Lincoln lawyer because I'm like a McConaughey guy, but it's not. Um, a few good men, maybe. Fucking Tom Cruise. You can't handle the truth. Let's get one. No, like Rainmaker is really good in a civil action. Um, I mean, To Kill a Mockingbird, if you want to call it a law movie, but um, uh, I mean the book, but yeah, probably a civil action and the Rainmaker. Um, I did really enjoy Fracture, even though it's a little silly, but, um, yeah, Civil Action is probably my favorite. It's basically like an Aaron Brockovich movie, but it's true. Oh, well, Aaron Brockovich was true too. And then The Rainmaker is similar. I think Danny DeVito's, it's Matt Damon is, uh, in The Rainmaker and Danny DeVito's in it, which is pretty, uh, great, but Civil action is going to be the most accurate um, to how law really works. John Travolta. Um, all right. Well, that's all that I really have for us, Craig. It's all that I really have. Unless there's yeah, anything think, else that you want to chime in. No, I think it's a wrap. Come see, um, you know, Stassi and Bo next week in Charleston and support all our friends that are on live tours. And um because Craig and I will be on live tour eventually, and we hope that you support us. Yeah, I don't think it's till September, but we are planning it out now, so we're excited. That'll be that'll be great. the The awesome thing about about doing uh, a follow up tour after you've done a tour is that you know all of the kinks and things that 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 you want to iron out for future shows. So it should be bigger and better than ever. No throwing up beforehand. Or do because that's yeah really I can't fun. promise that <laughs> yeah that's 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 really funny. Um, all right, y'all. Well, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, next week we will be back in studio, and we might have a very interesting guest uh, uh, that we've been talking about here recently. But I guess there's no reason to promise that. But um, if Craig and I are both in town, which I think that we will be next week 
then uh, we'll have an in-studio guest and we'll have a lot of fun with it. So until then, thanks for tuning in and we love you guys. Love you.